0: since July, so it's only the first four months that we were shut down completely. There was no TV film, no, no commercials like that. Literally the whole industry shut from March to uh, end of June last year, 2020. But since July, even with these lockdowns and shutdowns and stay at home, green, gray, whatever, I don't even know. Like I, I personally don't even, I like, I might check the news once a week to just be like, okay, what's the official update? But I think something successful people do is they make decisions quickly and then they stick to those decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas unsuccessful people, they kind of like waffle about these things. So there's still people figuring out what mic they should buy for the last fucking year. Yeah. And they're like, you need what mic? Just buy a mic or what webcam? <laughs> you, you need a webcam. Or you need, like, they've been like, oh, what light should I buy? Buy a fucking light and get your thing set up now. Hey, hey, my friends. I'm Lars Classington, host of Laughing Vikings Live and founder of LaughingVikings.com. I am pumped to be your high-vibe chat shit captain today. I believe that every day we can use our creative gifts with intention and purpose to have more fun while pushing ourselves to grow and rising to life's challenges. I believe that everyone can turn dreams from delusions to reality and you can be the writer, director, and star of your own extraordinary life. That's why I started my company laughingvikings.com. It's an online community of creators and digital media production platform where you get me plus the world's best actors, artists, comedians, creators, dreamers and entrepreneurs working with you live every week, sharing our knowledge, keeping you motivated and accountable, encouraging you to share your gifts create your best content and turn passions to profits all while finding the connection and the meaning of life we all desire. If you're not a member yet go to laughingvikings.com and join our worldwide cast and crew of dreamers. For less than a buck a day you get access to the world's best live every week plus VIP access to all our digital media production services. Let's face it, you're probably tired of bugging family and friends for help, and maybe you realize you could use some expert guidance, an inspired community, and some life-changing tools to help you reach the next level of your own artgasm. Join the cast and crew at laughingvikings.com and let's turn delusions to reality together. Now it's time for today's show. Interact, ask questions, and take some notes. And be sure to share this episode out with three of your creative friends. The world could use a little more positivity. So be that person for three friends who are just like you. A person who's committed to turning their own dreams to reality. And be sure to tag and DM us on Instagram at LaughingVikings and connect and say hi. Now it's time to start the show. Happy Monday, fun day. It is Lars Kostenton here with BK Broiler, Brandon Knox. Welcome to Laughing Vikings Live. We do it every Monday and we're back for episode 29, an episode we're going to focus on growth and we're going to focus on the uh, the good stuff that we can be doing while we're on some kind of lockdown shutdown here in Toronto or wherever you may be watching and listening from in the world. How are you doing BK Broiler. I'm doing pretty good, Lars. All things considered, it has been a pretty good weekend, and I'm excited for this week. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to our uh, viewers. If you're out there, you might be watching on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, maybe you're watching on Twitch, and uh, maybe uh, you're listening to this um, on one of the podcast networks. But be sure to tag us and tag three actor, comedian friends. Share this out with them right now or if you're listening uh later on in the future share it with them but tag us and you can win some prizes some giveaways either some comedy tickets to a live stream show you can win an audition session you can win a free acting workshop with tom totteroff conservatory all kinds of things but share it out and be sure as always uh if you have questions for brandon myself re-acting comedy laughing vikings or anything in general. You want to know what we eat for breakfast? Go ahead, ask your questions. This is also an Ask Us Anything, an AUA or an AMA. So be sure to ask those questions in the comments and uh, tag it, share it out for us. So um, yeah, do we want to get right into it or what do we want to... uh, Well, before we get into that, Lars, I think you have an announcement. What, What week is it this week? Oh yeah, this is a big one. We're going to announce it on the podcast right now. This is podcast week here in Laughing Vikings. You'd be like, isn't it podcast week every week at Laughing Vikings? Yes, that is also true, but it had been a while since I just really plugged the podcast. We've got so much content out there. We've been working on a lot of episodes recently. This is actually episode 29, so nothing fancy as far as the number, but I decided, you know what, let's spend a week where all we do in our online messaging is just podcast, 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 podca- podcast, 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 So it's all about the podcast today. If you're wondering, what are you talking about, Lars? Go to our link in bio if you're on Instagram or Facebook or go to laughingvikings.com slash links. You can click listen to Laughing Vikings live. You can listen to it on any of your favorite podcast platforms. But be sure when you're at laughingvikings.com, there's a little box on there. If you follow it, you'll see. You can join the cast and crew for new episodes and also get first in line for giveaways, training, and new special events. But in order to be notified, you got to throw in your name and email there. So you'll be on the weekly newsletter list where we let you know about upcoming episodes, new events, new training, all of those things. But uh, you got to connect with us to do so. So please do this. Jim Tooby asked, he just asked a question right there. Throw that up here. Oh, did you do it? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yep. There we go. Of no course. Uh, Jim Tooby, Tubi, the Tubinator, one of our loyal and regular guests and friends and colleagues and peer in show business. Jim, he just asked, Lars, is this a podcast? Yes, this is a podcast. This is episode 29. But if you're like, This what do you mean? This is a podcast. I'm watching this on Facebook Live right now. Yeah, we do it live. We record it live, so it's a live stream. But then we take the audio from it and put it on all of the audio uh, podcast sites, literally everywhere. So if you're an Apple Podcast person, it's there. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, uh, Podbean, Google, Spotify, all of those places. So Jim, you're in the right spot. It's Podcast Week. So. If you're following us on social media, you're going to see a ton of old clips, new clips. You're going to see me tagging past guests, former guests, actors, comedians, creators, artists, entrepreneurs. It's an exciting week. So be sure if you're not on the podcast bandwagon right now, you might as well just get on it today. Otherwise, you're going to be like, I'm annoyed at Lars because he's been barking podcast at me all week. So just go do the thing right now. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform so I can stop talking about it. How's that? (laughs) Was that the big announcement? That was good. That was good. Podcast week. And be sure to, again, once uh, let us know in the comments what city you're watching or listening from, and also uh, let us know any of your comments. Throughout the session here today, we'll bring up audience comments. Uh, We're able to interact with you on the screen here, too, and uh, we'll have a little fun. So uh, you want to get into it here? let's Let's get into it, Lars. Lars, I want to
1: talk about Zoom audition sessions with Laughing Vikings what kind of setup should I have if I want to book a zoom audition session with laughing
0: Vikings? Great question. BK broiler. First of all, we should let people know, uh, again, you're watching this from around the world. So everyone's got different COVID situations happening where we are in Toronto right now, film and TV is still open and film and TV sets are open and commercials, uh, no theater, no live shows. Um, but what's happened is most of the auditions are Zoom auditions. So it's really important that you're tech savvy enough and you're comfortable with Zoom auditions right now because it's really what's happening. Everything is self-submissions through, um, through what are called self-tapes or uh, in our lingo here at Laughing Vikings, just audition sessions. And then we send it into casting. But you really got to know your stuff and Zoom in our 2020 and 2021 COVID world Zoom is one of the booms here. It's a big boom, Zoom, and we are still doing a ton of Zoom sessions. So, um, so to go back to your question, what do you say? Your question was, "What do you? What kind of setup should
1: I have if I want to book a Zoom session?"
0: Well, first of all, I would say if you're an actor right now, if you don't have a home studio setup, I don't know what you're waiting for right now. Like I personally had one long before Laughing Vikings. Then obviously we started Laughing Vikings. It's an essential part of your life right now. If you're any kind of creator, you should have a home studio. A lot of our members here at Laughing Vikings also have their own home setup. Sometimes they're in studio with us to do it in person. Sometimes we're Zooming with them. But what do you need? You don't need anything super fancy. You need a, a decent backdrop. They usually call it a plain wall. Um, a green screen uh, is decent. Something non-distracting. when with a ton of clutter. Yeah, Brandon's got one right there. Studio backdrop. Yeah. In this world, though, green screen and virtual backdrops— as long as you're pulling it off tech-wise and it's not—you're not being lost in it. Um, that's a great way to also add to things too, because then you can just swap out your backdrop and make it appropriate to the audition. But again, you got to be really sharp. You can't be fading in and out of the uh, the backdrop or pixelating and disappearing like you look like a ghost. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you, again, you don't need much. You need decent uh, lighting. That could be lamps. You could buy softbox lights. You could buy um, a ring light. They're very popular. We'll in a mm-hmm. future episode we'll actually link up some of our gear and some of our kits here, yeah. right? The direct like Amazon links. So if you're like, what are we doing here in the studio? We'll show you our exact setup. Um, last year, uh, I mean, we already had the setup here at Laughing Vikings, but especially COVID, I really doubled down, tripled down on our tech here, our lighting. We've got tripods for our laptops and clips and holders for phones and, uh, new mics and new mixers and all kinds of stuff. And that's because you need to think of yourself as your own media production company right now, as an actor, or as a comedian, and, um, you need to have professional gear. If you want to be viewed as a professional, you got to have professional stuff Mm -hmm. and we, we can help you with that, um, yeah because we'll we'll come on the zoom session with you and we'll make sure
1: that you have the proper setup so that we we adjust things just as we come on the zoom session with you and that way you feel more comfortable you're ready to go and like that as soon as we do those a little adjustments just off the top you'll feel more confident you'll feel a lot better about doing it over zoom and so as a follow-up question to that lars can zoom record your sessions or do you recommend that they use their phone and just have the reader on Zoom?
0: I mean, ultimately you can do whatever you want. Uh, mm-hmm. Our service that we provide is we record it directly through Zoom. I think the, the more you're familiar with Zoom, the, the better right now and Zoom can, can really do it all. So maybe we should talk about a, a little more about how we run those sessions. So when you book online, immediately you'll get your booking confirmation. The Zoom link gets sent out uh, with you. Your session director gets that confirmation. They'll create the, 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 they'll open up the zoom link mm-hmm. you join. But then your session director, first thing we'll do is kind of check your tech, check our tech, do a sound mm-hmm. check, check your frame, make sure your lighting's equal on either side. Make sure there's nothing too distracting. Make sure your eye lines are looking good. Make sure your mic is reading that there's not echo. Um, making sure there's nothing distracting that would take away from that uh, zoom session mm-hmm. and it's, that's tough to do if you don't have a second pair of eyes. And then we pin your video so that it's not toggling back and forth as we're reading. Mm -hmm. Your session director will pin your video, and then we'll just go take by take by take by take. One of the differences with a Zoom session versus an in-person session is here at the studio, when we're doing them in person, we have the ability to play it back on the monitor, and then we can watch it and make adjustments. Within a Zoom session, we're not able to watch the takes back because uh, Zoom doesn't render them until you end the Zoom meeting, So we sort of have to go by feel, but as an actor, that's really hard to like, you're not seeing yourself, you're, you're, you're not outside your own body uh, which is the tough thing about directing yourself. So Mm -hmm. your session director on these, um, on these zoom calls is also reading, but also watching your frame, watching your choices. Uh, and we obviously will offer up creative choices to you or little corrections. Often it's little eye line tweaks, Mm -hmm. um, I, I also like that. props I really like adding props now Brandon <laughs> likes little props yeah which is interesting back back in the day sometimes props would be a no-no in the room like you're not going to walk into a casting with all kinds of cups and dishes or or weapons and guns and stuff but there's a little more leeway um, again different cast, casting directors have different opinions and and there's no like general hard rule it's just yeah some people have preferences some people don't but I also love props if you can use one effectively and it's not uh, just too distracting. Mm-hmm. I did one recently that would had tons of props. It was like an infomercial thing where there was arguably too many, but I had <laughs> fun so, um, Yeah, so Zoom Zoom sessions. So again, we can help. Uh, we help up. Not we can. We are helping on a weekly basis, helping actors who are home because of the lockdown and stay at home order, or maybe uh-huh. are immunocompromised or have immunocompromised family members, or they or don't live family, in Toronto or they don't live in Toronto. Uh, yeah, that's true too. We've got people internationally now where, which was really cool because pre COVID all of our members were right here in Toronto, even right in Riverside in Toronto East. But now that, uh, the, the world is zooming that we, we have, uh, we have a member in, um, uh, West Virginia, West, uh, West Virginia, um, like all, all, literally all over the place. So um, if you're stuck and you need a hand, you can go to laughingvikings.com slash Zoom mm-hmm. and uh, you can book one there. And also we're still doing the promo for uh, new members. If you join today, you get your first audition session free. So just for $29 for your first month's membership, which saves you $20 off all your sessions, but you get a freebie right off the top. So that's the uh, the best way to join us. If you need a hand, then just hit us up. And for the first month, $29, you get one for free right away, which would normally be $69 in studio or $59 uh, via Zoom. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is you got help. You need help to do this. And it, it, it just goes smoother versus if you're tired of bugging family members and friends mm-hmm. and you're having a rickety setup. Uh, we should also talk about Some of the other ways that members are using the Zoom sessions here. Do you want to talk about in-studio Zoom sessions or helping people Zoom prep? Yeah,
1: we, we also have a spot where you can book the studio to do your Zoom auditions. So if you get an audition for over Zoom, some casting directors prefer it that way instead of doing the self-tapes. You can book the studio. We'll have a reader here for you so that you can rehearse the scene so that when you come in and you do and we set up your eyeline, we set up all the stuff we just talked about, you're ready to go. You've just rehearsed your scene and you're now ready. You're warmed up. You're ready to perform.
0: Which and that's huge. what we offer here. That's huge. That's great. And so, if you're a person at home, maybe you have a home setup, but if it's a big audition and then you wake up that day and it's like, oh, fuck, there's a guy with a jackhammer doing street construction out front, or there's kids, or there's a lawnmower going, or Maybe your internet uh, or something about your sound or lighting isn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I had that problem from, before, actually. Yeah, just you—you you need a reliable studio. You need a quiet spot. You don't want distractions. The last thing you want is to be apologizing throughout your audition for tech things. Um, but even more importantly, even if you have a fantastic setup, the other thing is—is is you don't want to go onto that Zoom session having. The first time you've ever run these lines with another human being being actually on the Zoom audition itself. So either via Zoom or in studio and prep for a Zoom, our session directors will run the scene. So say you had a 130 Zoom session, you book the studio at one, or you book a Zoom session with us at one mm-hmm. uh, or 12:30 if you wanted to. And uh, we'll hop on a Zoom with you and run it with you, run it with you, run it with you over and over and over again so that then you can log on to your Zoom at home and do it, but you're fresh and you're you're rehearsed and you're sharp. Or if you book our studio, like Brandon said, you show up half an hour early before your uh, Zoom session, Uh run it with a session director, figure out all your eye lines, figure out all the beats and you got all the tech down. You don't have to think about any of that. So that when the time comes to to do it live with the production team on the other end of the Zoom call, you're already in it and you've done it a dozen times with a live person. So you're rocking and rolling. So um, tons of ways for people to to up their game. And that's really all this is here at Laughing Vikings is a community of actors, uh, sort of by actors, for actors. Uh, all your session directors are professional working actors with casting experience in TV, film, theater, commercials, uh-huh. uh, who, have, who have been working in the industry or are trained actors who know how to communicate with you as an actor and know how the casting process and submission process works. So um, all of this is to to give you a community where uh, you have that support and you, you have a place. We actually had, um, Uh, a member in studio today of course under covid precautions uh with masks and distance and tons of sanitizer and all that stuff but she was mentioning how when she comes in here it feels like she has home field advantage she feels like she's at a playground she feels like she's somewhere where she can have fun with an act another actor and that's what this is supposed to be this is at its core level as a performer and as an actor this is supposed to be fun this is make believe this is play And if all of a sudden, because of COVID and because of tech and Zoom and all these new tech things, um, like really part of the craft of being an actor now is also knowing Zoom and knowing technology. But if you're all stressed out and anxious over that, it's going to suck all the fun out of it. So really what we're trying to do here is remove all those barriers, remove all that stress and anxiety. So between action and cut, all you got to do as an actor is just relax, concentrate, use your imagination, have fun, play with another actor until you get the take that you want uh, without any of that anxiety. So hit us up at laughingvikings.com slash Zoom to do that. We would love to Zoom with you. All I want to do is Zoom, 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 Zoom. And And sorry to cut you off there, Lars, but we do have a very
1: important question from Jim. And he's saying, I never asked this, but Brandon, how are you doing during this week and during lockdown? And
0: Jim? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I really appreciate that. Thanks, Jim. That's very nice of you. Jim Tubi, the Tubinator. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. All right. What's next? So we talked about Zoom. Uh, yep. And again, if you have any questions about Zoom auditions, uh, type them in the comments or shoot us an email or tag us on social media. If you're not sure and you need a little hand, you need a little hand with your home setup, we can do that. Or we mm-hmm. can help with an actual Zoom audition. We can help you with that too. So, Lars, during this hard
1: period of time, how is Laughing Vikings growing and expanding? Because we're still we're still growing, we're still expanding, even today, even during this shutdown and stay-at-home order. Like, we are still trying to push the boundaries. How are we doing that?
0: That's a great question, Brandon. How are we doing it? Well, I'm one of those disgustingly annoying people that early on in this uh, COVID lockdown scenario made a decision that i'm going to make the best of it i'm going to plow forward with my goals and my dreams and i'm going to do all the things that i can despite the chaos in the world so obviously that stuff's still going around it's happening and and there is still a virus and there's still all kinds of change and tumultuous situations happening in the world but that doesn't have to um it doesn't have to mean you just like curl up in a fetal position so really early on i i made that decision of like and I didn't make it uh, alone. I made it from having some good mentors and some good coaches, um, listening to some of those coaches and podcasts online. And and one of the things they really said is all of us have, have a decision and have a choice at any point in our life. It's always the best of times. It's always the worst of times. You can always focus on the garbage that's going on in your life, but you can always focus on what you can do. And we all have control over that. So early on, For me personally, I made a a huge commitment to personal growth and learning. So taking workshops, taking classes, whether it's acting stuff, voice and speech, or digital media and uh, online marketing and uh, learning the tech of Zoom, um, uh, also personal health and and, um, and home workouts and all that sort of stuff. I sort of made the decision early on that was like, this was worst case scenario like what's the worst thing that could happen to you and i think some people could agree like aside from you and your all your family members dying one of the toughest situations would be being in a concentration camp or being in a jail cell where you're you are fully locked up and you're not able to go out well how would you maintain your sanity and it would have to be by working on your mind and by growing and reading and training and and doing all those things versus thinking of all the things that you can't be doing while you're locked up behind bars. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's really where what we've been doing. So how are we expanding? We've been bringing on new members this whole time, new actors um, to our online community and to mm-hmm. our in-studio community. And we've been expanding internationally now that we're not constrained by uh, geographics uh, or geography with, um, with Zoom happening. And we've also been expanding our... Um, our session directors. So, uh, first to get back to the first thing, our members, new members, if you are an actor out there who wants to be part of a community where you have support and you have a, a team of people working with you and for you and by your side, certainly go to laughingvikings.com and you can check us out there. Uh, but also if you're an actor and you're interested in, a, earning some side hustle money and working as a session director, or you want to start your own sort of studio, Uh, studio business slash uh, coaching client business. Uh, We are accepting and taking on new members, our new session directors there. So we maybe talk about what that, uh, who those people are. Um, I would say, number one, you got to be a a working professional actor who has professional experience in TV, film, theater, commercials, Mm -hmm. Uh, specifically if you have any extra experience in casting. So if you worked in a casting house, or you've been a reader or maybe you've just helped a lot of friends and and colleagues with their own self tape. So you're very familiar with the, with the self tape um, Mm -hmm. process Mm -hmm. and also people who have some editing skills as well. like to be able to basic editing doesn't really matter what software you use, but at least basic snips and cuts and fades and maybe, maybe the odd title, Um, but very basic and more important than all that stuff. Really what we're looking for. I personally look for attitude and I look for vibe. So there's a couple things there very positive very upbeat vibe i want people um when when actors are coming to us for help we can't bring our baggage and our life's negativity and we've all got it we've all got stuff happening but in that moment someone needs a hand with an audition that potentially could change their life and change their career forever it could be a a five or six figure or even a seven figure role down the road so we need people who are able to put other people first be a positive sort of beacon of light. Maybe people come into the auditions with stress and with some anxiety already. So we got to kind of help them shake that off and focus on delivering a, a great audition. Um, and also, um, yeah, I guess those are the two things. The, the positive attitude and and putting other people's auditions before your own garbage in, in your own life. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's really big for that hour that we're working with someone. It's got to be about them. And I and I feel really confident myself and all the session directors here that while we're working with actors and with our clients and members, that they're getting great service and they're getting someone who for that hour is really invested in that person's success. And I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you. But um, for, for me, and I'm sure I speak for both of us, one of the best things and most exciting things that ever happens is when someone lets us know about a booking that we help them uh, submit the audition for and and we were the reader and we were to run it. Um, so if you're that type of person where you're, you're a, you are an actor, a B you have experience. C you maybe have casting experience. D you have uh, editing experience. Um, but on top of all that, the most important thing is you're someone who is very positive, very optimistic and someone who wants to help other actors, uh, in the industry. So if that is, uh, that sounds like you, you could throw your name in the comment right now, or you can send us an email at lol at laughingvikings.com or shoot us a DM at laughingvikings. And um, you can not only come on board as a member here, getting your help with your own auditions, but you can, um, you can start running your own studio session. And, and really what I wanna do is I wanna help people, other actors do what I did. And what I did is I built a studio business and a, a client slash coaching business uh, centered around auditions for actors and comedians. And um, now I want to help other people do the same thing. And you're one of those people, Brandon, who we've been working uh, together quite a bit. We've mm-hmm. been here several months now. Mm-hmm. And uh, so maybe can you talk a little bit about your experience as a session director, what it's, how it's helped you? Yeah. Um, maybe in the craft of things and the, the, um, the actual experience of running the sessions, but also financially, and uh, maybe if you have any comments for someone who's thinking about uh, doing something like this or, or thinking about getting involved with us, what you'd say to them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I know before I started working here, I it was very much a do-it-yourself kind of vibe, especially I, I, I was talking with someone about this uh, last week, I think. And like I don't think it was a- advertly said, but during theater school, it, it feels like Someone is continuously saying if you don't do it yourself, you're not good enough. And I found it got me in a rut because I wasn't I, I, I wasn't succeeding as much as I wanted to, and so I wasn't booking as much. And so like and like that was a domino effect. And like it it wasn't really healthy for me, and it wasn't really benefiting me. And so I knew I needed to change. I knew I needed to find something to give me more, con- like to, to get more confidence, to, to be more myself and get back to where I was. And like, I, I, I did, I felt like there was something missing going on in my auditions. And like, I, I think I talked to you the other, the other day about seeing an old tape of mine. And I was like, wow, I really saw how unhappy I was in that situation. And I think you were like, oh, well, I thought you were just sort of leading into it. And I was like, yeah, well, it was also real life.
0: You, you were playing sort of a, like a depressed drunk drunk, down yeah. luck, uh, kind of guy, like a guy in a CD dive bar. So yeah, uh, oh, you really went method on this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Simon. it was just my life at the time. <laughs> so, but
1: like, it is really, it's really helped me understand that the more I put in, the more I'm going to get back. And like, So like the, the more I help with someone's auditions, the more I'm seeing how tactics and how different people work and how, how to work in front of the camera. How to, when do I go back? When do I come in? Like when, when do I do all that stuff? Because like, you don't, you never have enough time to work in front of the camera, but you do now because of your phones, because of like different cameras that you have on your little devices you can now practice. You can now work on that stuff on your own. And like, that's, I think is the most beneficial thing of all is like doing it, doing it yourself, but for the love of it, not for anything else, not for the casting, not for the booking. Forget all that. I always like to think of it as like acting is like a Sunday. The more you put on, the better it's going to be. Like the you get the sprinkles on there, you get the hot fudge, you get you get the the strawberry sauce, you get uh, M and M's or Reese's or something like that. And like the more you add on to your Sunday, the more interesting it's going to be, the more colorful it's going to be. But the casting is not that Sunday. The booking is not that Sunday. It's a little bitty cherry on top. So make the work something that's important for you. The more you do that, and the more you invest in learning, and the more you try and figure out different tricks and hobbies and stuff like that, the more dynamic your performances are going to be, and the better you're going to feel, the more confident you're going to feel. And so I think that's what I've learned the most is just going for it and working as a team. The more you work as a team, the less lonely you're going to feel because you're with someone in that room. I, I I don't really like working on monologues all that much. I love working on scenes. I love being in the shit with somebody. I love being in the trenches with somebody else and going, this is fucking hard. But you know what? We're going to do it. We're going to push past this because we can. And the more I feel that camaraderie and the more like the we bring, we come together and we like, we have different, everyone has differences and you always have to adapt to the scene you're playing, the person you're playing with. And like, but the more you adapt, the more you try and figure this out, the more you like work on your own craft,
0: the better you're going to feel hallelujah testify You're gonna get ooh. an amen on a monday <laughs> amen uh, yeah you, you said a lot there and and one of the things you said is is very common feeling i think um me coming from a stand-up comedy background and it's the same for actors there really is no um there's no set career path but it's also a very lone wolf thing more so for stand-up comics because it's just like You're on stage alone, acting, at least you land in a production and you can have an an ensemble cast. Mm -hmm. But with the exception of when you're actually acting in a show on stage or on camera, most of our time is spent as a lone wolf, um, which gets lonely. It can get depressing for certain people. Um, and, and you sort of lose that original innocence of this is play. When did you first did this? You probably did it with your brothers and sisters or your family or you mimic something on tv and at a family dinner you made mm-hmm. some wise cracks or you started imitating someone and, and i it- even know for me like i have actor roommates and but it
1: still felt like i was imposing on their time it never felt like this was this is about me trying to succeed in my audition and do the best performance possible It's about trying to get this done as quickly as humanly possible so that they're done and they don't have to do anything else. And like, that's understandable because they're taking time out for you, but you don't want that for your audition. You don't deserve that. You deserve better. You deserve the time to work on your craft and do it to the best of your ability. And so you should invest in yourself. You should try and do that.
0: Simple as that. Hundo P. So you've been a <laughs> session director several several months. And then on top of getting to build your craft and be active in it. And I, I that was the same with me. When I first started, one of the great things about it is on days where I didn't have a stand-up show or I didn't have an audition or I wasn't on stage or on set myself, I was running multiple auditions, sessions mm-hmm. with friends and peers and and uh, members here and getting to work on it, getting to do cold reads, getting to see New language, getting to see new productions, uh, figuring out uh, who's casting what, and learning whose agencies, uh, who, like who actors, what agencies they're with. So, really, just be, you're being immersed in it. And the the classic actor dilemma is, how do you pay your bills? Um, and so everyone's trying to balance these Joe jobs and then trying to make it in acting, but Mm -hmm. uh, that's challenging. So one of the beautiful things about this is it was a way, and it was really born out of necessity. When I first started Laughing Vikings four years ago, it wasn't because I was like, had this, at that time didn't have this grand scheme of a fancy production company and a studio and multiple session directors. It was really, how do I pay my bills and live at a decent place where I'm not in a basement apartment or not having a bunch of roommates like I'm a frat boy and live in Toronto and survive as an actor? Um, and that was part of the way to do it. So I never, I've never had a Joe job. And, and part of that is being able to work in the industry. And I feel connected, um, to the industry every day because of that. And I feel better and, and more equipped, uh, as a result of that, that regular stuff. Um, uh, we bring, do uh, have a question. Yeah. Yeah. Let's bring them up on screen. It um, seems LV is way ahead of
1: the curve, especially during these trying times. I'm sure you guys have helped so many people, even if it's through Zoom slash Skype. Has it been a smooth
0: transition? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know about, I would say relatively smooth, because I, I feel in these times, you just got to make, there's certain decisions right now you just have to make and then stick to them. Mm-hmm. And if you're a person, it's been a year of this right now. So if you're a person that a year ago was like, oh, I'm just going to wait and see and wait for things to go back to normal. And you haven't been taking classes. You never really fully adopted Zoom. You didn't have a home studio set up. You're just losing consistently month by month, week by week. You're getting further and further behind all of your dreams. All of your goals are in a in a dusty the old bucket in the corner of a closet somewhere <laughs> instead, of, <laughs> instead of instead of you actively pursuing them so uh, and one of those things for me is i i and i'm not i keep saying i realize this i realize this i don't think i was a nostradamus i kind of saw the writing on the wall and was like okay everything was already moving at breakneck speed towards digital and towards virtual mm-hmm. now it's like 10x towards that where there was no other option so the only option we had was digital so it was like okay the future is digital if i'm not digital now i gotta fully lean into that and i feel like we've accomplished that the the my nightmare was covid ending and I'm still in the same spot, but not only in the same spot, but I've just lost a year of my life. That was mm-hmm. kind of my my nightmare, and I was like, "There's no way fucking that's gonna happen." So, yeah. lean into digital um, and go hard at it. So, I, I don't know. It hasn't been a it hasn't
1: been it's a not smooth, seamless, but nothing uh, is
0: ever seamless, right? Yeah, it's been a just, fucked up year. Yeah, yeah. Like smooth transition. Yeah, there's been ups and downs. We've had mm-hmm. and there's the layer of COVID, but then there's the layer of. Um, uh, injustices and socioeconomic stuff yeah. going on, um, with, with black lives matter and, mm-hmm. and Asian hate and, yep. and, uh, all of the election stuff that was going on in the state. So there's a, there's a lot of nasty stuff happening. So it was just like, okay, how do I tune some of that out and focus on some of the fun stuff in my life and what we can do. And one of the things we could do is still do things virtually. And, and so, yeah, we've helped you said, I'm sure you guys have helped so many people. I mean, mm-hmm. we have, we've, since July, since it was only the first four months that we were shut down completely, there was no TV film, no, no commercials like that, literally the whole industry shut from March to uh, end of June last year 2020. But since July, even with these lockdowns and shutdowns and stay at home, green, gray, whatever, I don't even know, like, I, I personally don't even I like, I might check the news once a week to just be like, okay, what's the official update. But I think something successful people do is they make decisions quickly and then they stick to those decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas unsuccessful people, they kind of like waffle about these things. So there's still people figuring out what mic they should buy for the last fucking year. Yeah. And they're like, you need what mic? Just buy a mic or what webcam. <laughs> you, you need a webcam. Or you need, like, they've been like, oh, what light should I buy? Buy a fucking light and get your thing set up now. And then you can tweak it and you can change it, but like hop on board. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting passionate here, but uh, bring, <laughs> I'm loving it. I uh, love uh, it. Bring the Zach Michaels uh, yeah. comment on there. Uh, Zach so, Michaels. Hey, what's up, Zach? Let us know in the comments where you're from, too, because some, a, a lot of times we know you guys um, or we, we know you from the community, um, but let us know in the comments what city you're watching from and how you connected with us in the first place. Mm-hmm. Zach says, gentlemen, Your insight is phenomenal. Good word. And so is your why. Love it. I would like more information on session director. Feel free to message me. Thank you. Uh, Montreal base. Great. Awesome. Nice to meet you, Zach. Um, You can uh, can shoot us an email at, uh, here, I'll put it in the comments here. Mm -hmm. At lol at Yep.com or whatever platform you're watching listening to us you can shoot us a dm there and, and that will get the convo started um we sort of mentioned some of the things we're looking for but yeah definitely we're looking for people in in all cities you, you need to have the craft and the skill and the training of a professional actor and be working as a professional actor um, you need to be able to learn some editing skills if you don't mm-hmm. have them already uh, but brandon knows he learned that those skills in a few days like any of the tech stuff right now if, if you're if you're trepidatious or anxious about tech you just need to realize everything is learnable it's all out there you don't need to go back to college to learn how to do this you need to just spend maybe like you might learn it in a half an hour on some youtube tutorials or you might have to spend a weekend or a day but it's certainly well worth it we're certainly we're not going back from digital, like technology never loses. We plow forward. Like we never reached Mm -hmm. a point where people were like, Oh, you know what? Automobiles are great, but I kind of miss horse and carriage. And then we all went back to horse and carriage. It's like, (laughs) we are plowing forward with technology and it doesn't seem in the history of mankind that technology has ever lost for better or worse. New technology has always obliterated old technology. Um, which is interesting because last night, it's funny that I bring this up now, but I watched the documentary. Some of you might've watched the documentary, The Last Blockbuster. Uh, I don't know if it's still in existence, but at the time of this documentary, there was one Blockbuster location left in Bend, Oregon. And the interesting thing about Blockbuster is that entire video DVD rental business was born of technology innovation. It was when studios started printing DVDs instead of only having it um, or VHS or DVDs, depending on what you're looking at. But that was, uh, it was technology and blockbuster. Their biggest technology thing was mom and pop stores were doing still like pencil and paper ledgers and rentals or or maybe very basic um, uh, databases. But uh, blockbusters booking thing, a they had a hundred copies of everything, but B they had a booking system that tracked everyone and it was faster and easier so it was technology that built that whole business and then it was a subsequent technological innovation that buried them so they were the front runners in technology when when blockbuster blew up and then they didn't adopt new technology and it killed them so they mm-hmm. they killed the mom and pop with their technology then they became the mom and pop that got killed by Netflix and by streaming. And they were just too late to the party and didn't adapt quick. So didn't um, they have the option to buy Netflix at one point? Yes. They had the, the basically like the owner of Netflix at the time or the creator of it kind of walked in and be like, boys, like I got the next biggest thing here. Now's your chance. And they made them a deal and kind of got laughed. as the anecdote goes sort of got laughed out of the room. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. whatever, get out of here. Um, (laughs) And and they just weren't able. Blockbuster just wasn't able to keep up with Netflix's technology and their onboarding of new subscribers, and and sort of had so much of their money locked up in physical locations that they didn't have the money to spend on the tech side of things. Mm-hmm. And and now they're gone. Um, Zach Michael says, "Perfect would be more than happy to oops uh, send uh, work for a review and take it from there." Yeah, for sure. Zach, connect with us, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. Uh, we've got. We are we out have friends and some regulars in Montreal as well, too, so it would be mm-hmm. happy to connect with you. Um, okay, yeah. and
1: that's sort of leading us into, Lars, how can I use this time to improve as an actor? And what do you recommend that I do?
0: Well, I think, I mean, uh, so much of acting and life uh, is parallel. Like, uh, in our acting class, which we'll talk a little bit more about today, Tom Todoroff. Mm-hmm talks about actors being professional humans. And one of the things you need to do as a human is you need to be constantly growing and evolving and reinventing yourself and and whatever got you. The map that got you from uh, age 10 to 20 is not the same map that gets you from 10 to ten or 20 to 30 and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So you need to change and evolve. So I think the biggest thing is you got to commit to grow and you got to commit to training and evolving. And that doesn't necessarily even have to be acting classes per se but I mean you can be writing you can be you can be taking online classes you can be in zoom classes you can be reading plays you can be watching movies you can be networking online with people you can be setting up your home studio you can be working on your demo reels you can be working on your social media sites you can be improving your relationship with your with your agent you can be reaching out to casting directors Uh, You can be taking masterclass. You can there's a million things you could do, and it's it's like life is. Are you gonna right now? Are you gonna focus on all the things that you can't do, or are you gonna wake up and realize there's at all times there's a million things you can be doing? So you can sit in that state of oh woe is me, the world's fucked, and nothing that I want to do is happening right now, and and I want to be on stage, and I want to be at a party, and I want to be doing all these things, but this reality is maybe not right now is the best time. Ta- the best time isn't like right now is not the best time to do that because we're mm-hmm. not able to. So you got to yeah. focus on what's in front of you. And it's that, it's that constant um, life dilemma or, or it's, it's a psychological thing of, they, they sometimes call it, it's a locus of control is the psychological term for it, where you either have an eternal internal locus of control or an external locus of control, meaning, Your life and the control you have over your own life is either determined by the external things that are happening in the world right now, Mm -hmm. which sucks because you don't have control over 9 billion people. You don't have control over your government. You don't have control over a virus. Mm -hmm. The only thing you do have is you have control over this and your own body and your own space and your own home and your own home studio. So if you have an internal locus of control and you feel, you know what? No this world is not happening to me. It's happening for me. And then it's up to me to figure out um, and and create my own perceptions of what's happening and then create my own reactions or uh, pro to what's going on. And, and you take control over your life. So I, th- I think that's really what it comes down to is improve as an actor the way you would improve as a human. And that's deal with the shit that you have uh, a little control over and that you can change and forget about all the shit that you don't have control of right now. Cause it'll drive you crazy. And and also that probably involves maybe spending some less time with certain people in your life um, mm-hmm. who maybe would have not the best positive influence on your um, on your mental health right now. Yeah. And, and also spending more time with positive people and growth minded people, um, what I was that you... quote we
1: had the other other couple of weeks ago when cat was on here? Uh, one of the rules to a longevity in life is uh, is surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming
0: right right not like oh fuck this fucking guy again (laughs) right and uh, we live in an amazing uh time right now again if 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 you're a pessimist right now you're probably already tuned out because you're like i just fucking can't take this lars guy all he talks about is the good stuff (laughs) um and and i would say i'm 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 a optimist slash realist i think the the reality is you have control over certain things. So if you lean into things you control, you can control. And when it comes to surrounding yourself with people, the, the old adage is you're going to be the, the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now, we used to be limited. That meant the five people you were in person hanging around with. So that might have been a couple best friends, maybe a girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, maybe your kids, maybe your parents, your family, your teacher, uh, your neighbors. But now that those five people that could be a doctor in one country that could be a high performance coach in another country that could be a, a world renowned acting voice and speech coach in another country. So Mm -hmm. you're like five mentors right now between listening to podcasts or following people on Instagram, really curate that right now. And that's also something that, that I've was given that tip and, and, um, um, i don't know tip i guess or uh, yeah i guess you just call it a a yeah and then you try you executed it right go go through your your social media like what are you Mm -hmm. listening to go through your people are like oh social media is all full of garbage right now no your social media feed is full of garbage and you have control over that right now unfollow people that are constantly spewing divisive hate or garbage unfollow people that are constantly bringing you down and then follow people that are positive. Follow people who are leaders, who are role models, who are coaches, who are mentors, who are growth oriented. Fill your, your uh, Instagram feed up with that. Fill your, and you don't have to unfriend these people either. You can just unfollow. It's like if there's someone that every time their thing comes on um, Facebook and every time you see it, you're rolling your eyes and being like this fucking guy what are you doing? Why are you spending those five seconds every day yeah. with that person? Unfollow yeah. them. So you don't need to see it. You can mm-hmm. reach out when you need to, they can reach out. So no one's feelings are hurt, but you don't need to see that guy complaining every day about all the things he doesn't have in his life. You can see Tony Robbins or Brendan Burchard or, or these world-class people. You can literally have them in your ear all day long. Like imagine, imagine having Deepak Chopra, this spiritual leader chatting with you all day long and then you start to look at the 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 five influences on your life. And if you're the average of those five people, you could listen to the top five people in your field right now all day long. And sooner or later, you're going to be inching, inching up, inching up. And your thoughts and your habits are going to be mimicking them. So I would just say, improve as an actor the way you would improve as a human. And that's mm-hmm. by focusing on what you can control. Focus on growth, focus on learning, focus on training. Um, and don't watch the news Immediately when you wake up, and don't watch it immediately <laughs> when you go to bed, because <laughs> it's going to set the tone for you. And then, and just understand that the news is, the news is not facts. The news no. is all the negative facts sensationalized to sell advertising. That's what it is. It's not like anyone who what if you. I don't care what news. Like I don't care what news. It doesn't matter whether you're watching CBC, BBC, Al Jazeera, CNN, Fox News. None of them exist just for the benevolent reason of letting you know what's up in the world. Mm -hmm. They're all selling ad space and what sells clickbait fear and hate and violence. Like there's a reason that there's a million crime reenactment shows and there's not too many like good Samaritan reenactment shows. Hey, did you see that reenactment show about all the nice things that people do? Nobody's reenacting nice things on shows. It's all CSI murder shows that we're watching right now. Mm-hmm. And that's because that's kind of sensational stuff sells. So just be really aware of what you're feeding your mind right now. Cause it's, it can be bad right now. Like if, if that's all you're getting, like, and I feel for you. And, and again, if you're one of those people saying like, oh, well, Lars, you can't just ignore what's happening in the world. I'm not saying ignore what's going on in the world. I'm just saying be very judicious about how much of that you let in to your world and then focus like, there's yeah, there's certain social causes and wh- whether it's social injustice or, or whether it's climate things, there are tons of things that we should be actively um, at being advocates for and campaigning for and, and, mm-hmm. and helping out. But but do that judiciously and, and actively figure out where can you actually make a real tangible, positive difference? And it's probably not in watching the news and sharing shitty news headlines boom
1: oh, yes. love it great job lars i loved that that was awesome hitting, hitting some so down. we yeah. do have a comment from zach and then i might have raised my average right now by getting to know
0: you guys oh i love it i love it love it i'm giving myself a virtual hug for you right now zach yeah that's true and that's really what we're trying to build here is we're trying to build a a community and, and again not People sometimes, especially in this last year, I start to see the phrase toxic positivity um, come up where it's like, oh, he's just so positive and he's ignoring like I can only be positive around him. Again, we're not saying that shitty things aren't happening. We're not saying that bad feelings or negative feelings or feelings of depression, and anxiety aren't real. All I'm saying is you can you can what you focus on will grow. Yeah, you can either focus on the good stuff and the good stuff will grow or you can focus on the negative stuff and the negative stuff will grow. So it's really it's really your choice. But we love you, Zach. Thanks. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, yeah, we're uh, we're all raising our average. That's what we want to be doing right now. So speaking
1: of the positive and trying to be active in your community. Lars and I have been taking a class every Saturday from 11 to four with Tom Todoroff and their conservatory. So Lars, do you want to talk about the, the free workshop that they can get if they go on to laughing Slash links.
0: Yeah, we'll talk and we'll, we'll roll a little clip. So in, yeah. in one of the things, and, and I was admittedly when this first happened, like back in March, when, when COVID first hit like dominoes around the world, we saw the news. It was like, it was like we all kind of saw it coming at us like a wave in slow motion where we were all just like mesmerized and then it was like oh fuck everything in my life is canceled like all of my stand up shows all of my auditions all of my theater mm-hmm. shows all of our tv and film commercials literally all of that stopped for 4 months so that was a very tough and scary uh scenario and right before um all of this happened I took an intensive with Tom Totarov. He was he had flown to Toronto. He did a weekend intensive, amazing, transformative, life changing. It was it was brilliant. Really connected with him as a coach and as a as a teacher. Took a ton of notes. Like and and I had done this. I had audited once or twice a few years ago. Then I signed up as a performer, and um, so it was it was amazing. And I wanted to do more and wanted to go deeper with him. Then COVID hit. Then they started these Zoom workshops. And at first I was like, zoom, I was like, I'm not going to take acting classes right now. There's no acting like the world is shut down. There's no industry like what am I? What what am I? Like, what kind of fantasy? What land are you are doing? Yeah, right now? Like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna go like, a, the world's burning, and I'm over here pretending to be an actor. And then what I realized is, hey, like, it's not gonna stay like this forever. Uh, the world is transitioning to zoom. And I saw what they were doing. So back in, by August, I signed back up with them. And Mm -hmm. I've been, I think I missed one Saturday workshop since August. And it's been like literally life-changing. And it's been one of the best parts of my year not only as an actor, but just as a human to have a community and a weekly uh, discipline yeah. and, a, and a sort of a weekly commune and just a place to show up. It's like acting church kind of thing where you just, <laughs> I, I know like that week. And it's, it's a perfect mix of tangible craft and performance craft and the physics of performance in a, in a framework and and in a sort of all inclusive um, or all encompassing sort of framework and technique um, mixed with the work ethos and sort of um, I don't know what you call it like not life coaching but a little bit of my mi- I guess mindset might, might be yeah mindset confidence building yeah mindset confidence building yeah. building the attitude of 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 taking big swings and mm-hmm. fighting for what you want and, and going after what you want so it's it's been a highlight of my year. And in a year where I spent less time on stage and less time on set than ever before, I feel more armed and dangerous and more skilled and, and just, I feel like more an actor and a performer than I ever did before. And partly because of leaning in and investing and investing time and money. And, and Tom always says in, in his class, one of his things he says, love takes time and love makes time. So if you really love something, you take time for it. And, and, um, loving something also, what was it? What did I say? Love takes time. Love makes time. time. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a feedback loop. Yeah. It's a give and take. Yeah. It's it's like the,
1: it's like the team thing that I talked about earlier. Like you want to have a team that you're going to and like practicing these things. Like, Because the more you practice, the more your muscles build and the more acting is a muscle, I'm, right. not, I'm not sure if anyone didn't know that, but acting is a muscle. The more you work at it, the stronger it's going to be. The stronger you'll feel, the more confident you'll feel. So what I'm sort of interested in, Lars, is uh, how has it like really benefited your tapes? Like what, like, what specifically um, has really
0: helped? I mean, first of all, I was one of those people where I was starting to have a little bit of imposter syndrome. I never went to theater school. I never went to TV and film school. I didn't do mm-hmm. any four-year degree. I learned on stage, on set, at workshops, at intensives, through books and just a sort of a piecemeal education that I put together. And I had a pretty big layer of confidence bordering on cockiness as a stand-up comic and from my sketch comedy days. But I was also feeling that my approach when I would get an audition was very haphazard. I didn't really know. I was like, okay, what am I spoke? From the time I get a script... To the time I do the audition, to the time that I'm on set, what am I actually supposed to be doing? Like, and mm-hmm. and comedy was always easy for me. Comedy, the brilliant thing about anything that you call comedy, and something we learn in Tom's class is everything is everything. There really is no drama, and there is no comedy. The the most dramatic moments in life have comedy in them, and the most comedic moments of life have drama in them. Yep. And and there is a duality there, but comedy is like if people laugh, check mark, that worked kind of thing. Like there's an instant feedback. But if it was something more in the dramatic um, um, spectrum of things, Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. Is this good? Is this bad? Like it felt natural. Like uh, I felt like I was behaving truthfully, but Mm -hmm. what is this really supposed to be? And the one thing that's Tom's um, uh, framework and his technique, which is based on the guideposts, from, sort of based on two things. I'll hold it up right now. Uh, Michael Shurtleff's audition book here. Michael Shurtleff was the famed casting director for Bob Fosse, Mike Nichols on Broadway and in Hollywood, like some of the most iconic films he was the casting director for. And he, in this book, there's things called 12 guideposts, which are essentially sort of 12 um, areas or yeah, sometimes I like to refer to them like 12 dials in storytelling, and then Tom, in his work with Michael, uh, and they worked together a lot. Had added two, three more before Michael Shirtlift died. So mm-hmm. Tom's um, Tom's technique is based on 15 guideposts, and then you layer on vocal variation, rate, inflection, pitch, um, dynamic. pitch and dynamics, and then also uh, something that they call um, viewpoints, or mm-hmm. it would be called blocking. Which is time, space, shape, movement, movement story, story and emotion, emotion. Yep. Uh, and then these fifteen guideposts. But really, what these guideposts are is there are fifteen ways that humans and/or storytellers carry out a relationship, and yep. fifteen ways that you can dial up. If you, if you look at a scene uh, in terms of like a mixer board, and you want to, and you want to just you want to raise the, the 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 level, yeah, the, the level of drama or just the i don't know how you'd actually put it heighten the stakes like, like yeah but it's yeah. Those, there's these areas and we, we won't go through them all right now mm-hmm. but that's something that um you learned is just like so now when i look at an audition instead of just trying to figure out i was always like okay how sh- it was to me it was like how do i say this kind of and then i was like oh i can say this line a million ways but what way is the right way and there isn't really no right way, but there are choices that are stronger than others. And in the physics of performance, and when you learn these guideposts, mm-hmm. now what I do when I look at a script is it's like the scene in, in, in Matrix. Remember the scene in Matrix where Neo starts to become the, the real one and he starts to see all the numbers where he's looking yeah. he's looking into the Matrix and it's all ones and zeros. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh shit. Like the veil was lifted. <laughs> And he's really seeing for what it is. Yeah. And so now, when I see a script in, in and in a in an audition, I see all these opportunities and possibilities pop out. Like, ooh, there's yeah. an opportunity for a big discovery there. Or, ooh, make this more important. Or ooh, that's the. Find the event right there. Oh, there's an there's an opposite uh, opportunity there. Or mm-hmm. oh, there's a game playing and role playing opportunity. Or what's the architecture? Or what's the opportunity for a moment before? Which, if you're a Tom Totteroff student, all those all the lingo I just mentioned is is making sense to you. If it's not, you're like, what is he talking about? And it's also a language of storytelling and performance that actor to actor and session director or coach to actor or director to actor learning that language has really helped me communicate in our sessions and help people um, bring out the best in their auditions. Because I can say like, oh, that moment right there, make that a discovery. Like you just, you thought of that in the moment, or even the discovery of just seeing something. Sometimes people just, a scene starts and it's like, you open a door and someone's there, but it never reads versus like, like, like just, you <laughs> yeah know, that's graduating a little bit right there but just no, like, but that's still that's, a great that's, opening that's like, a discovery right there or another fun one is game playing and role playing and just to give you the example there is anytime in the script you as the character if it's like uh, you're referring to what someone else said in real life what we do is we take on either the physics of that person physically or we take on the voice like oh never mind nancy you know nancy like Hurry up. Your break's over. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you might yeah. like, so that game playing and role playing, um, all these little things were all these little opportunities. I knew some of them, you, you sort of know some of them instinctually, but putting it into a system was the, the biggest thing for me. And I would say that having that system combined with the, the mindset and confidence of fight for what you want, make, take big risks, big choices, show casting your range of performance so rather than like painting everything in in one note or one color mm-hmm. show them everything you got and and show them this uh this huge range because an audition isn't just i guess it's expanding your your definition of what an audition is yeah you're showing them your interpretation of this scene but you're also to a certain degree showing them you as a performer, sometimes the first time production or a casting director has seen you, you got to kind of think of that as a general audition as well. And if, if we don't know that you can be big and loud, we don't know that you can be funny. We don't know that you got this little voice. We don't know that you can sing. We don't know that you're a dancer and you can move really smoothly. No. Um, we don't know those things. So we don't know that you have all these creative choices. And, and if you show all that, even if it's not right, people get trapped in this Audition thing, all well, like, oh, will they like it? Sure, that's what they want. Not sure that's what it's not what it's about. It's yeah. about bringing, it's about bringing you truthfully. Obviously, you got to serve the text and you got to serve the story. So first and foremost is about the story, mm-hmm. um, and and you're you are a storyteller. You're not right. trying to be the best actor there is. You're trying right. to tell the best story possible. Right, right. You're a storyteller. So and and but the thing is, you're you. So you're the storyteller, but you're also you. So you get to tell it the way you want to do it with all Mm -hmm. your uh, beautiful idiosyncrasies and your unique things. And that's the thing. Everyone's silver bullet is themselves. You want to know how to stand out. You do the things, do your most creative ideas that best represent who you are as a unique human individual, which is also why. Growing as an actor also means growing as a human because you can learn all these skills or have these new experiences, travel, meet new people, read new things, and all of a sudden you have this real life experience that informs your acting choices. Mm -hmm. But really seeing yourself as this storyteller and how you're going to color it, and but how you're going to personalize it. And the 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 trap is everyone thinks. What do they want? First of all, there's no they. There's no magical Wizard of Oz that is like the they. That's like There's not one guy in the sky that's reviewing every um, audition being like, no, that's not what they want. Um, They kind of have an idea what they want based on a breakdown and based on the script, but it's up to you to bring what you want. And if it's not the right thing, then maybe they don't cast you for that, but they at least see, man, that guy brought tons of creative choices to it. He's a brilliant performer. He's got mm-hmm. range. He obviously knows how to story tell. He knows the craft of things. He's not right for this one, but that guy's a player and he seems like he's a fun dude and we'd love to work with him maybe on the next one. First, yeah. someone who's like, oh, what do they want? And then they watch 100 tapes and they have the paper and they see 85 of those 100 are the exact same thing where someone's following the punctuation. They're following yeah. all the stage direction. Mm-hmm. They're following, he said angrily, or he whimpered or he picked up the cup with his right hand and it just beat by beat. And you watch technically, you watch 85 actors who are technically sound, who all could do it and do the right, do the job professionally and adequately, but it's only the 15 or the five that do something special and bring some extra things that are going to stand out in, in my opinion. So it's, it's not, and again, it's not stand out for the sake of standing out, it's stand out by bringing what you bring uniquely to the audition that mm-hmm. best serves the story or attempts to tell the story from as many colorful viewpoints and vocal, vocal variation and guideposts as possible. And then the director can always say, like, yeah, that part where you, like, where you went way up here with that, let's, let's, that we're going to dial that back a bit. Um, but they, that's, that's the easiest thing in the world to say dial it back but Mm -hmm. if you don't bring it and show some of that in an audition someone's not going to be like yeah that was a really nice adequate read let's book that guy and hope to god that he can really bring it when we ask him to really bring it Mm -hmm. and like especially for film tv you don't get that opportunity
1: to rehearse and practice with your co-stars right very rarely do you right you have to show up to set ready to go know your lines. If they have changed stuff, adjust in your trailer or in the room that you're in and like, make sure that you're ready to go. Cause like the more you are ready to go and you keep your bar as high as humanly possible, the more likely you're going to be called back or more likely that they're going to cast you in something else because you made a difference. You made a choice. So right. keep making those choices and, uh, and- we have another comment. Uh, people are sitting at home, not progressing themselves mentally, professionally. You two are educating yourselves, taking advantage of what you can. That's an amazing attitude. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Theodorus. The- Theodorus, where are you from? That uh, seems like a Greek. Uh, is that a Greek name?
1: Yeah. Let us know. In think you got a like...
0: bust of? Do you have a bust of a Greek? Uh, is that a Greek bust head in your uh, profile picture there too? That looks Roman. Is it Roman? Okay. Yeah, let us know where you're from. Um, yeah, and, and I should also point out um, a little empathy. I mean, you mentioned not progressing mentally and and, and or professionally. I get I it, it's a tough time right now. and I, I don't want to be um, not empathetic to people going through um, mental health issues right now because it, it is hard. But at some point, you, you got to take control of that and steer yourself back in the right direction. Or if you're really having trouble with it, you need to ask for help too. And I think that's another thing is there are a lot of people right now who are really struggling silently with a lot of this. Yeah. Story. And,
1: and I, I was as well. I was also really struggling silently, but like the more you ask for help and the more you try and create and collaborate with a team, right? Like laughing Vikings and joining our cast and crew, the more likely you're going to succeed. And you're going to book that $50,000 job, a hundred thousand dollar job. Like don't don't think of the small stuff. Think of what's possible. Like Tom always talks about fighting for your dreams. What's your dream? And keep fighting for it. Never stop. It's the most important thing in the world. It's the thing that holds you together
0: and like keep keep fighting for that. Keep trying to pursue that dream. Right. And so I think we're going to roll a little teaser clip. Um, yes. About Tom. I mean, again, it sounds like we're gushing here, and we are because for me this has been life changing, and I and I it's helped all of my performances, me, all of actually. my auditions, and it's for sure helped me discover things in other people's auditions that have helped them book roles too. I'm yeah. A way better. I'm a way better director now, just with some of the lingo and just like like someone walks in boom, moment before, boom, yeah. discovery, boom, game playing and role playing, boom, opposites, boom, architecture. That's just like tweak, 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 tweak. And that's only what I just, I named five, five. of the guideposts yep. right there. So that's like, I, I raised it 33% of what I could have if I used them all. And we're not, anyone who comes and tapes with us, we don't really bill ourselves as coaches we're not billing like, you're going to come in and we're going we're gonna to turn this from... Uh, an, an F minus to an A plus, 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 plus. But we do always know that if, when you, when you tape with us, there's going to be a few things that we give you that you didn't have before. And I believe two brains are better than one and especially two creative people are better than one. And you can't direct yourself from the inside. You need outside eyes. So uh-huh. you, need, you need that outside perspective. And, and I should also layer everything in. It has to be fun. And yeah, um, class are fun. It's a joy. He always talks about, um, he says, raise your, raise your, uh, what is it? Raise your, raise your joy tolerance to the heavens or, or raise your level of joy to the heavens. Raise your personal joy and raise your personal standards to the heavens.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, audition should be fun. Like you, it shouldn't be an anxious, terrible thing. You should be like, yeah, it's great. I get to act. I get to, Show them my own mini movie of me playing this character and how I would do it on the day uh, if they want to choose to to give me the role. And then every time you have fun and it's a creative endeavor, um and I can certainly say that my auditions have been we've done them together. They're so much more fun now. yeah, I actually, like I'm excited when I get one instead of nervous and anxious about like, oh shit, how am I gonna shoot this? Who mm-hmm. am I gonna book to do it? Where am I gonna film it? Uh, all that stuff. so let's let's roll the clip and um be- actually, before you roll it, if you want to be our guest at a Saturday Air acting workshop, we do them every um, every Saturday from eleven till about four. It's actually three classes in one. Mm-hmm. You do a, a text analysis class where uh, where we go through one of those guideposts and we really like dive into exactly like where you would see this pop out into the text, uh, so that you can start having that neo like um, vision where you're seeing opportunities and possibilities come at you from a script rather than a blank stare and trying to figure out like, do I, um, does this resonate with me or not? Or, or, um, uh, and then, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there. So it's then, analysis, uh, at 1130, we have a voice, a voice and speech. And speech. Yep. Right. Yeah. We have a voice and speech Which, class that, from that, 1130 that, to 1230. Game changing. Yeah. That's been game changing for me too. I I look at things like, some of my old auditions, I even looked at some of my old performances where I really didn't understand what a master of voice and speech you, we take it for granted, but your diction and your, your pronunciation and enunciation and projection, mm-hmm. certainly for theater, but we forget uh, on TV, you need to hear everything. You need to see everything yeah. uh, as well. Like you, you, need to, you need to get it all. Um, but the voice and speech is also getting into your body and, and yeah. doing the warm-ups and, It's almost like a
1: second workout in a way. Like, it's almost like a combination of yoga and like cardio,
2: you know,
1: in less, less cardio in a way, but like, like yoga, meditation, all that stuff, especially like getting to your breathing, making sure that the breath's going to the diaphragm. Like, that's a very important thing. And I, I always love going through and watching and working on the voice and speech that they've done in the past. Like you, if you become a member of the Tom Todorov conservatory, you get like all these archive videos from the lessons on Saturday with the voice and speech coaches. So it's at your own pace and you can do that hour long workout of, and trying to put together. Tom always talks about making sure that you have a 20 minute vocal workout that you can do every single day and like it's important that you find and attach yourself to things and vocal exercises that really resonate with you and really help you get into the best mindset to be a performer
0: right and and all all emotion really comes from the voice and your connection is going to come from from your voice and and they always talk about um any devoicing or mm-hmm. or whispering uh, yeah whispering and, and um And just so developing that discipline and what better time than in 2020 2021 during a global pandemic that is a respiratory virus than working on your voice and your speech and your breathing that it's it's that's also a game changer i feel so much more relaxed and those voice coaches by the way it's a rotating staff of uh, voice and speech coaches every week it's someone different but and I'll give you an example. Andrew Wade was the voice and speech coach for the Royal Shakespeare Company mm-hmm. in London, England. So it's like, there literally doesn't get any better than that. Like, and and the others are faculty. And Burke like, was a teacher at UCLA. She yeah, also lives in Arizona. Yeah. And I've worked with her one
1: on one for a production that I'm going to be working on later in a couple months. Right?
0: Yeah, there's like, um, teachers from like, from Yale, from Harvard, from Juilliard, from like all these major universities, NYU, like, and I may be misquoting some of them, but if you look at the the director staff, it's like, they're, they're all brilliant. And they're also a lot of them. um, They they do these group sessions with Toteroffs, but they do their own one-on-ones and um, often they're the voice and speech coaches on Hollywood films. So if it's this, if it's someone needs an, an accent or a dialect that they're learning, like they're literally on set with the lead actor, trying to help them maintain or going through all their texts and, and making sure they've really got the, the, um, what do you call it? Like the armature, the, 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 the mouthfeel. Yeah. The, the musculature and the mouthfeel of things and, and learning all the, the, the tips and tricks and stuff. So you're, yeah, we're getting it from the best. And then the third part of the class is, from 1230 till about 4, that's Tom's one-on-one coaching. Sometimes monologues, sometimes scenes, sometimes cold reads. Sometimes people bring audition material in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll see him in action. They call him Tom the... What does he call it? Uh, Tom the Tinkerer or Tom the... Um, is it Tom the Tinkerer? Tinker? Is that... Uh, no, is. The I've never I've heard, heard this nickname. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, basically, you'll, you'll see him kind of... We talk about these, these dial... Um, these... Guideposts, where you see him tweak very quickly and and very sometimes subtly, but all of a sudden this scene really comes to life. Um, And uh, yeah, it's it's really transformative to see to see that kind of work. And it's positive. You get to meet tons of people. So um, so this is a clip. Yeah, yeah. Let the clip talk for speak for itself.
2: In my life, I've been fortunate to work in film, television, theater, music, and sports. I've been a producer, director, or coach to some of the most visible names in the world, some of the most accomplished business leaders, entrepreneurs, and impassioned hobbyists from all walks of life. I'm a curious and avid student of human nature, and this work has given me a front row seat to some of the most extraordinary human beings and the choices they continually make. What makes for the most successful professionals in any field doesn't have to do with innate talent, but rather the drive to clearly and consistently ask and fight for what they want and say no to what they don't want. they always do their best the most direct route to success and self-love is to make a series of commitments and keep them no matter what demonstrate craft and commitment in a way that exceeds all of your competitors that's what we're talking about here today write down this equation craft plus commitment equal confidence and career what inspires personal communication passion Love of what you're doing. Because if you truly love someone or something, you'll spend all the time in the world on that person or that pursuit. Love takes time and love makes time. So if you want to know what or who you really love in this life, just look at where you put your time. Remember, you're always transmitting and receiving. When you're truly passionately prepared, you're transmitting love. When you're not, you're transmitting fear. Humor is essential to getting your message across. Why? Ever heard of someone ending a relationship because their partner was too funny? Humor gives us respite from overthinking, and geopolitically, it's ever been more important. It's impossible to laugh at something and think of your troubles at the same time. Laughter brings us to the now. Careers are built on clear, caring, passionate communication, and communication is storytelling. commit to a goal, whether personal or professional. Negative forces align to test it and throw you off that goal. But positive forces align to support and help you. The important thing is not to take life personally. Life and gravity happen to all of us. It's all just a test of how committed you truly are. This is the art of showing up. This was always true, but in today's world, this work is more important than ever before. Because technology is training our brains to move faster than we're feeling. These are some of the elements of the physics of performance. When you learn how to employ these elements and bring these skills to every audition, rehearsal, and performance, your relationships will change. And so will your career. the next time remember your ability to ask and fight for what you want and say no to what you don't want will determine your personal and professional success
0: Once again, uh, you can go to laughingvikings.com slash link, or uh, you can also get there through our link in bio on uh, Instagram or Facebook, and you'll see a link where you can join a free Saturday workshop with T- Tom and uh, You can be our guest. and mm-hmm. um, They do the first one free through that link. And also uh, for the, some of you might be like, just sign me up right now. I don't even need the freebie, but I would suggest do the freebie audit, audit one first. But uh, we got, a, I believe we got a coupon code. I think if you let them know that you come through laughing Vikings and use Lars 15, I think you get 15% off your first month. So be sure to ask them about that too. We're there every week. So you'll see us there mm-hmm. literally every Saturday. It's just like, it's my Saturday thing that I do. Yep. Um, and if you're like, Oh, I don't have time for this. Then you really got to ask yourself, what do you really love about acting? Cause if you really, really love it then you would spend the time to do it. So. Uh, and if you want to improve, you got to make a commitment. And, and, um, and there's also varying ways to do that. You can kind of digest it like a podcast passively where you can be off-camera listening and watching or certain times where you're on camera, there's lots of Q&A. But generally, when when Tom's working with the coaching and performing, just the people who are performing are on camera. Everyone else is just watching uh, via Zoom, watching and or listening and taking notes. Mm-hmm. And, but every week, my notepad is just jammed full of stuff. And I take notes on the same things every week just to drill it and drill it and drill it into my head. Even if it's something I've heard, I'm still writing it down for like the 50th time um, just to really help it sink in. So moving right along, Lars, and to one of our final topics
1: uh, that we're going to talk about today is a quote to inspire your week. So this week I have a quote from Will Smith. Will Smith is a wealth of fantastic inspirational quotes. If you do look them up, I highly recommend it. He is great.
0: So Will Smith. Philadelphia born and raised on a playground is where he (laughs) spent most of his days. That's true. That's how you know.
1: So Will Smith said, fear is not real. It is a product of thoughts you create. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is real, but fear is a choice. Now, why did I pick this quote this week? I picked this quote because over the weekend, we got a new stay at home order in Ontario. I, if you're like me, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling tired and maybe a bit scared because the case counts are continuing to rise and there doesn't seem to be a stop in sight. And you're allowed to feel that way. The danger of COVID is real and it is hurting and killing several different people, maybe your loved ones, your family members, but don't let it crush you and don't let it crush your dreams. We talked a lot about dreams today. We've talked a lot about finding the motivation to keep going, to keep pushing yourself because if you love acting or if you love art or if you love accounting or if you love numbers, keep fighting for that dream. Never stop fighting for that dream. Because the more you fight for that dream, the more the world will open up around you. The more you'll feel better about yourself, the more confident you'll feel. Don't let the fear of the unknown stop you. You can keep going. You can keep fighting. because where where do we get emotions from Lars? Get them from the head, get them from the heart and we get them from the crutch.
0: <laughs> yeah that's keep great. fighting. That's Always great. keep fighting. I've, I've also heard fear. There's an acronym. Someone has called fear. False evidence appearing real. You think about a lot of fear. Most of our fear is the things that don't come to pass. We worry about worst case scenario. Um, and, and it usually never gets there. Uh, and Tom even mentioned it in that video. He talked about you're either, you're either going to bring fear into the room or you're going to be bring love for the game into the room and that's Mm -hmm. going to be based on your based on your mindset but also based on your preparation too so um and and i think that's that's so evident right now and and it's kind of it's the it's probably the main duality in life all of your thoughts choices beliefs actions words right now are either born out of love or they're born out of fear. If you're angry right now, there's you're probably really angry, but the the root of that anger is based on some fear versus based on some love for your life or love what you can do or, or love for all the things that are still existing that are positive right now. Um, so in, in your regular life or in the audition room, be acting out of love or out of fear and just know that if you're acting out of love more times than not, even though if, like, Uh, Yeah, the fear. We're human. So the fear is going to creep in. You're not a robot, but you're you also have control over those thoughts and you can just be like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't want to. That's not the thought I want to. It's not the the track I want to hear right now and change that song about fear in your head to a to a love song in your head and your life's going to be a lot better. Mm -hmm. So before we go, we do want to talk about next week. Ooh, a little preview. Yeah, yeah. We haven't, done, we haven't done this recently, or this is the first week we're gonna do this, but then we're like, what if at the end of a week's podcast we uh give you a little teaser about next week? So maybe uh who we so got? So let's uh, pull
1: that up. So remember to tune in to next week's episode, April 26th, for Adam Barnick, who runs Creative Tree Creative, or no, sorry, Wicked Tree. There you go, yes, Wicked cocktail. Tree.
0: So Next week's uh, session is really going to be highlighting demo reels. Adam Barnick is a, uh, he's a editor filmmaker from Wicked Tree Creative, which is based in Vancouver, but now who cares? Uh, The whole world is connected. So it doesn't matter where you live. We can connect with you. So he's going to talk specifically about demo reels. He's an editor. I hired him to put together my demo reel. We also have a hookup, a uh, discount, any Laughing Vikings members uh, through Wicked Tree, you can get a deal on your demo reels. One of the brilliant things he does is he sort of does a, uh, you call it like maybe a subscription thing where when he makes your demo reel for 12 months as part of the uh, the cost of him doing it, during the following 12 months, when you get new footage from something that comes out or that finally gets completed, mm-hmm. you can send it to him and at no extra charge, he'll swap in that scene to your demo. So you don't need to be frozen by the indecision of waiting for new, uh, new footage to get your best demo because we're always in a in a state of waiting as an actor. It's like you, you, do your, um, you, you, you do your day on set and then it's a year later or two years later. I'm just having a feature that I shot four years ago um finally coming through and the cool thing about adam is when you get that footage he'll just plug it into your um he'll plug it into your uh your demo reel so stay tuned next week for him Uh, a couple quick things from the audience here let's bring it on here uh uh zach michaels thank you he says if i can share on acronyms i fucking love acronyms i'm acronyms all day long you're still using full words and sentences and you're not using acronyms what a waste in efficiency there. Zach Michael says, after an audition and it's a no, see it as a next opportunity. Yeah, because often that, that. often that no has nothing to do with the performance. It's just wasn't right for this one. And maybe they loved you and the casting director loved you and production loved you. And it just didn't work out this time. But then they're like, ooh, maybe next time I got a role for this guy. Uh, also, we got a shout out here. Camille Blot saying, hi, Brandon and Lars. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. She doesn't sound like that, uh, but she is a delight. Our unofficial slash official director of good vibes here. At no, Lafayette. it is official now. We did make it official on uh, our podcast. Right. right, it is. So uh, thank you, everyone. Be sure to share this out. Tag three actor friends. Tag us for some giveaways. Follow us on all the podcast platforms. Make sure to go to laughingvikings.com. And sign up for our notifications so you get the weekly newsletter letting you know about what's new in Laughing Vikings. Mm-hmm. Lead with love, not fear. Grow 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 and it's podcast week. Podcast, 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 podcast. 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 We're podcasting. We're podcasting. <laughs> if you like, what, what the speaking of what you can be doing right now in covid, you could be doing a podcast right now. It's like if you don't have a podcast by now, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> you're not having a website or not having an email. It's like how do you not have a podcast, bro? I'm this is the golden age of podcasting. Where's your podcast? Get yeah. on to it.
1: And with that, thank you so much. We love you all. Thank you for tuning in.
2: Enjoy your week. Wow. Bye. Bye.